the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 930 AM, The Answer, or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. It's a nice, pleasant day out here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road. There's a, there's a little bit of breeze, and the sun, of course, is shining. It is summer, but uh, it feels nice. Uh, Calvin was just mentioning that, too. I don't know what the temp is, but I can find out. But anyway, I want you to come on by and visit with us. And uh, we'd love to visit with you, ask, answer your gardening questions. Calvin's off the porch helping somebody find uh, a plant. And... Uh, Jerry and I are going to hear or help you to help you at 308-8867. 308-8867. Right. Whoops, you're a little loud. Oh yeah. Well, I was I was yelling. You were excited. I was excited. What was I going to ask you about? Um I can't remember. It'll come to me in a second. Well, you didn't cut the watermelon. I'm like sorry. I know I let you did. down. I got home and I was pooped and then we uh, we went out and Ran around and got some supper and yeah, went with that fancy new um, Dairy Queen. You heard of this place? No. Oh, it's good. Got to try it. A fancy Dairy Queen. <laughs> no, we just. I was trying to be silly. Oh. Okay. okay. So anyway, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Also, thank you. About 25 people came out and donated blood yesterday at the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center quarterly blood drive here at Millburgers, and that's terrific. 25 is a great number. Um, when we get uh, ready for the next one, I'm going to give you some tips on how you can make it even easier, uh, so keep listening for that. Also, go to millburgernursery.com, and you can learn um, a little bit about what's coming up. Uh, we've got some children's gardening classes coming up and some adult gardening classes. David Rodriguez is teaching the adult gardening class. Uh, so, And that's here at Millburgers. That's here at right. Millburgers. It's absolutely free. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. Did you help him find the... Uh, did you see any? I left that. That looks like it. Um, Carlos? It didn't have any label, though. Oh. There's two or three in there. No, don't, don't bring that up to Trace because he got angry at you yesterday. At me? Yeah. Did you do this? Is this your work? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. He's okay. I'll tell him because he was like... That people pull these out, and then you would only pull them out of the ones you would have bought anyway. So. No, yeah, but I, I had, I okay. didn't pull it off. Okay, well then I'm, I apologize. I didn't mean to accuse you. I didn't accuse you then. We just blamed you. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. But 
Yeah, he was looking for what? What is it called? Carlos. Carlos Lantana. Lantana. Had kind of the red bloom. Mm-hmm. It's a scarlet red. I'm call. I thought your description was accurate. Better than the pictures I've seen online. I th- a deep red. I think. I think that is. There's two or three in there, but um, I think Curtis is leery unless there's a strong label. Oh, okay. Well, I can see that, but we can get Trace to uh, find one for him. 308-8867-308-8867. People are still buying tomatoes. Uh, mm-hmm. As I was coming in, somebody was asking me about that, what, what was that ruby crushed tomato. Mm-hmm. And I explained to them that it was a, it's a, actually a grape tomato, uh, it's the shape of a, of, of a grape, and uh, very, very tasty to me. And uh, very productive, and on a on a very small vine, which I think is going to be excellent for uh, uh, people with containers. You know, people. Is it, uh, is it got a strong structure, or is it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'd make it even especially good for containers. Yeah, and uh, it 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 kind of weeps over. It it doesn't go upright like uh, 968, which can get uh, five feet tall or more. Gosh, that's it's so unusual to hear you calling the 968 a huge tomato when we've been <laughs> bragging on its uh, yeah. moderate size for all these years. It got- well, it's 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 classified as a dwarf. I've got pictures of it by a. A large cherry tomato, uh, that, that's what it's sold as, large mm-hmm. cherry red. And uh, it's definitely smaller than that. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I find them uh, yeah, just a good size, easy to manage. And oh, yeah. Work in a, uh, I like to use those half-size uh, cages, and they work in those really well. Yeah. And the uh, Ruby Crush. Sounds like it's it gonna really be better. Would be, yeah. yeah, but anyway, uh, we we're trying Ruby Crush, uh, and we had these specially grown for the for this uh, this time of the year, so we could uh, have ripe tomatoes be- before or definitely during Thanksgiving. And then we and need to tell everybody too that if you're one of your old favorites with Surefire. Yeah, we they're, got surefire. Good looking surefire plants. Too. Yeah, and they're here uh, for a while. Yeah, uh, I think the I think the supply that's here at Millburgers, which is a generous supply, is is uh, basically what exists. So yes, that's probably and Labaca is also here. Yeah, the Calvin Listerman is uh, as a digging now uh, section on the. In uh, the yesterday's paper, and he says uh, the fastest producers are Surefire, Lavaca, Roma Surprise, BHN 968, Ruby Crush, HM 1824. Wait a minute, 1823. It should be. Uh, That's a year older. Huh? Yeah, it's a year older now. <laughs> it's amazing how many what numbers show up for that. <laughs> one one article That's had one twenty three. That's why I hate numbers. And uh, Red Deuce and Tycoon and Valley Cat 
and 444, and I'm pretty sure we have all of those uh, available here at Millburgers in in perfect-sized plants. And then there's one-gallons for those of Mm -hmm. you that want to. Yeah. Somebody somebody asked me uh, uh, before the show started, would those one-gallons start setting fruit faster than the the little ones? Well, uh, the idea at this time of the year is not to set the first blooms that uh, that appear because the, the temperatures are so hot, and especially the nighttime temperatures. That's what we have to watch for. But uh, but we're, we're trying to get a, a plant well established before the cool temperatures of fall come, which is, what, September, Milton? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I would say... Mid-October. Mid-October, Milton. We'll be eating tomatoes by mid-October. Oh, okay. Now, these are all heat-setting tomatoes. In other words, they'll be the first to set fruit. Well, we usually expect the nighttime temperatures to drop um, sometime towards the end, after the, uh, during the second half of August, and certainly September. Usually the daytime temperatures are lag behind yeah. or stay up there high. But the daytime temperatures can be hot, hot. It doesn't matter how hot they are. The nighttime temperatures are the key. Hey, hang on a sec. we got Steve on the line at 308 88 He's been waiting for a few minutes. 308 88 Steve, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing great. How are y'all? Good. What's going on, man? Well, I, you know, I, I took some spinach and put it in a 12-hole little flat and put the seeds in the refrigerator. I mean, put it in the refrigerator for about four or five days and then took it out for a day and then put it back in. And ten of them sprouted in there. And now i got them sprouted. Will they be able to survive this heat if I just keep them in the shade in those little planter sales? No, and thank you for calling. <laughs> what are you doing planting spinach this early? You know better than that. Oh, I just thought I'd, I know they had to have cold temperature. I thought I'd just see if I could get some to, to sprout, yeah, and they did, and they're growing pretty good out here in the shade. Yeah. That, <laughs> uh, that, the, pro- the, the problem is there's a, there's a complex of... Uh, of uh, disease organisms that are in hot soils. Uh-huh. And so uh, most of the time when you plant spinach in early like this uh, and the temperature stays hot, you can get into some, uh, some uh, in other words, the plant doesn't grow strong. It, yeah. it, it, and, it can, and it can die. Oh, but well, maybe but I ought to put you, it back in the refrigerator for half of the time. <laughs> but since you've got them sprouted, go ahead and uh, pot yeah, them up. See what they do. And uh, keep them in the shade. Okay. And then I have another question on on blackberries on the on the soil. Do you have to keep it pretty moist all the time, or? Well, what you want to do on blackberries is, uh, of course, the the cane that you grow this year, it, it produces the berries for next year. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So you know, if 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 how old are your plants? A couple of years old. Yes. Okay. Then you you notice that the the canes that had the fruit 
this year in in uh, May and June uh, basically are are declining and dying. Yeah, I already cut them off. Oh, good man. Okay, you've grown blackberries before then. I don't. And what, uh, you know, what you and they're, they're not the ones that are coming out. They're not doing that great. I did, I'm, I'm just wondering. Maybe I'm not keeping that soil See, moisture. Not, no. Maybe yeah, just, they need they need moisture. The uh, blackberries need more. They can survive, but yeah. uh, you want to grow that uh, yeah, new growth. Yeah, well, well easy, easily prosper like, with every three week yeah. irrigation. Mine, yeah. mine. It seems like they you had needed a machete to. But uh, <laughs> yeah, what variety do you have? Uh, Wachita and that what's that Roth whatever you call it. Wachita. Roth. Roth. Yeah. O O A C H I T A. I think is what it is. Okay, I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah, uh, are they are they thornless or regular? It's a thornless. It's some I got I gotten these out of Arkansas. Yeah. Well, the pro, the pro, the thornless doesn't doesn't like hot temperatures. I think it starts with a U, an O, a O, O A, O A, O U A, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they they're doing okay. And then that but, that other one, I can't Ross something or whatever. It's the one that's supposed to be real good for this area. Y'all sell them over there. That's where they came from. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, uh, the the. the I need is to it, probably it, mulch them better also because I don't have mulch too good. Yeah, you need to mulch them better, and like I said, the the the, uh, the problem we've had with the thornless is that uh, they they just don't do well in extremely hot temperatures. Get behind. Now, cow, the one I love is called Kiowa, K-I-O-W-A. Like yeah, I hate around. some of those, but I kill them. <laughs> I think. Why'd I, you kill them? I didn't give them enough water. <laughs> Good Lord! Yeah, well, that's well you, then you're not giving a, if you did if you kill cow, you're you're not giving the other ones uh yeah, water too because it's so tougher than came later. thornless. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate All it. Right. And I thank you. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Thing. If my spinach grows, I'll call and let you know. <laughs> okay. Keep it in the shade. It is. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Steve. You take care. Let will free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Trace is on the porch with us. What's going on, Trace? Well, we had a very successful blood drive yep. yesterday. Uh, did quite well with that. And uh, I'd like to remind everybody we've got a kids seminar coming up at mm-hmm. the end of the month and an adult seminar, same subject, mm-hmm. uh, all on vegetables. So uh, Mary will be doing one with the kids and maybe one of these two gentlemen. Uh, for the for them, and then David Rodriguez will be out here doing uh, an adult seminar. All right, and it's part one of two for David. And they're both on Veggie Garden. Yes, they are. Yeah, well, there's a lot to talk about. For, there's a lot to talk about, and for the kids, just telling you, uh, Mary does a terrific job. Gets very very um, intense. Yes, yeah, she does, and so uh, she uh, does a good job of uh, getting them involved. So. Uh, on the adult, you just show up. On the kids, you call four nine seven three seven six zero to make a reservation. Can we ask it on the air? Oh, what's that? Which of these tomatoes are the good ones for this year? They're all good. They're, they wouldn't be there. I know. <laughs> and in fact, in fact, they 
Milberger's asked me, I always want to plant three of each. So I'm ending up with more tomatoes than I than I need. What you but need. I've always had good luck with celebrity, but there's a tycoon and then there's HM. Eighteen twenty-three. Right, and I don't know anything about that one. That's a good one. That that's one we put on the market last year. And it was the fastest in my garden, at least. It was the fastest big tomato uh-huh. to uh, produce a okay. ripe tomato. So that's why we're kind of excited about it in the well, fall. I'm going to get one then because y'all have never steered me wrong before. <laughs> are you are you in growing in containers? I do have one in a container now because I got it while it was early and it was too hot to put it in the ground so i've been keeping it in the in a container but this one i'm ready to put in the ground good okay so that's what i'm going to do i'm probably going to get two of those and put in the ground did you and probably a celebrity i don't think I yeah celebrity's good do you want any cherry tomatoes well i didn't have luck with the last one i got it what did what did you get oh i can't tell but it it never got red it stayed kind of brownish and mm. Try try that ruby crush right there with the red tags. Okay. That one's going to ripen as bright red as any tomato ever could be. All right, then I'll get one of those. Okay, you guys are so good. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks a bunch. Thanks for coming by and being on the air. All right, 308-8867. 308-8867. Um, yeah, so. On that note, we have a wonderful selection of tomatoes. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah, uh, we've mentioned the. We've already sure fires and then mentioned the all bacchus. the ones that are that Calvin mentioned in his article, yeah. and I think I'm pretty sure you got all of those. I got all those. And plus more. Is that a misprint? Yes. Okay. <laughs> 1824, Calvin. They didn't put that, did they? Yes, they did. Yeah. Oh. So anybody read the paper in 1823? <laughs> um, we were just Mel- saying that. Melton said it's a year old. Okay. It's a year older. Uh, yeah. and so now it's 1824. But you can take your pick because sometimes it's been 123 and uh. sometimes it's been 1826. And <laughs> oh, the same tomato? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Some, yeah. You can change it. It's either me or, it's me or the editor Moran. that's messing that? up. I don't if you know. don't want to go wrong, just say Harris Moran. Okay. Yeah, if you could remember if that, you remember it. Just remember Harris. There you go. Right. Moran. Other Moran. Moran, not Moran. I didn't say Moran. I said Moran. What did I say? Moran. You did it. I said it right. Okay, I don't know. Close hey, enough. Hey, somebody Rodriguez came. Rodriguez says Moran. Do you have a, a sweet cherry out there? Yeah, there's dwarf cherry surprise out there. Okay. She said she didn't want one that ripened. Orangish. No, that's the 986, right? <laughs> 968. Yeah, 968, 968, sorry. <laughs> that's the 1825. Oh, um, okay, but that is that a sweet one? That's a dwarf cherry surprise. It's sweet? Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, I don't know if it is. It's sweet. It's, it's excellent more, tasting. Yeah, it's more tomato-y. Yeah, it's got, it's it's more got, it's got an acid. I don't think it's as, as sweet as some of the other cherries, but the... Blend, the blend of the acid and the sweet, to me, makes it the best-tasting tomato That's a nine, at 968. Someone sent me on a mission to pick either a sweet cherry, like in, I think we said sweet 100, but I don't know if that's available. Yeah, it's out there. Okay. Oh, it is? Cool. Yeah. Yay. All right. I'll go find it. Or try that. You probably can't go wrong with the Ruby Crush. You think that's a sweeter one? Well, the bright red just get. That's not as sweet as Sweet 100. No. Okay. They didn't want it. It's in that yeah. same league as 968. Yeah. 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 All right. So I'm sorry, Trace. I got you off uh, focus. It's all right. 
Let's see. I think that's... Uh, we had a... About it. What about peppers and stuff? Oh, we had a good selection of peppers. All right. Uh, some cucurbit. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I got cute, it right that time. Cute curbit. Sure. What is it? Cute no, curbit? it's not cute. <laughs> cucurbit. Cucurbit. Okay. Like cucurbit. Yeah. Okay. Um, we had somebody looking for the Carlos... Uh, Lantana. Lantana over there. We think we found a couple, but... Didn't have labels that, in it. That, that grower doesn't put it in there. I'm thinking that's it right there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That oh, is that what you found? Yeah, you yeah, went right there. Yeah. Oh. But uh, the, it was Curtis, and he was he was inclined towards labeling. But I yeah. thought that was, yeah, I thought that was it. That's him. Okay. It. All right, Curtis, come back. We found it. All right, 308-8867, so lots of peppers. And uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll keep you up here, Trace. We're going to talk to Mark right after this uh, on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Or our number is 308-8867, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to tell you about some of the terrific items that Millburgers is featuring right now. One of them is one you're really going to be excited about. In fact, all of San Antonio is excited about the arrival of the fall tomatoes. Now, these are tomatoes that Millburgers has selected because they are known to do well in San Antonio. You'll find Bobcat 444. HM1823, Celebrity, and more right now at Millburgers. Millburgers is also featuring John Fannick Perennial Phlox. This is really pretty. It's a beautiful plant, and its smell is absolutely wonderful. I think they prefer I use the word fragrance, but boy, when you sniff it, you are in heaven, and it's just two ninety nine in the quart size. How about this for a sale? Millburgers has a special group of perennials in the one-gallon container on sale right now. Milkweed, Mexican heather, Pentas, Bumbago, and more. Now just three eighty-eight in the one-gallon container at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them, and if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world. Cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Make the call before you fall. It's time to call Safe Showers. Your tub is nice but slick as ice. It's time to call Safe Showers. We chose Safe Showers because they explained in detail everything their installer and master plumber would do and did all they said they would do in only two days. We took our first safe shower on the third day and loved it. My goodness, it's so easy to keep clean, and the 4-inch curb on the skid-resistant floor makes it so easy and safe to access. Look at Safe Showers. They're local, with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Replacing bathtubs and shower walls with a beautiful system is what they do, and they do it well. Call 655-1111 for a free estimate or a showroom appointment. For senior specials, call 655-1111. Give us a call before you fall. It's time to call Safe Showers. Safe Showers. 
655-1111. Hi, this is Carl Amari, host of Hollywood 360, where I present the best in classic radio. It's the show about all things entertainment. Join Carl Amari for Hollywood 360, Sunday nights at midnight on 9.30 a.m. The answer. You've heard about the amazing benefits of fish oil for heart health, memory, learning, and mood. However, it's important to know that not all fish oils are alike. A poor quality fish oil may contain contaminants and be rancid, leading to unpleasant aftertaste and burping. There's a brand you can rely on, just as medical doctors have for years. Nordic Natural Pure award-winning and patent fruit-flavored omega-3 fish oil. All Nordic Natural fish oils meet strict European medical standards and are independently tested, documenting exceptional purity and freshness levels. You'll feel and taste Nordic Natural's difference. Nordic Natural Omega-3 fish oils come in a variety of natural fruit flavors, both in liquid and capsule form. Children enjoy the chillable strawberry capsules and will ask for more. And you can get these at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations. 624 Southwest Military and 8059 Callahan at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. Breaking news. President Trump's nominee to head of the FBI is pledging to remain free from political interference. Stimulating talk. Michael Jackson's chimp bubbles is now an artist selling paintings for up to $2,000. I'd like to know who bought a painting by a chimp for two grand. The answer. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South yeah, Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer that was a request back at the station to have bumper music as a tribute to Glenn Campbell, who passed away uh, this last week. So I said, "Sure, absolutely, great music by Glenn Campbell." All right, Mark is on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hey, Mark, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing good. How are y'all? Good, good. What's going on? Um, I had a question about a fall garden. Uh, can you do bok choy in a fall garden? Yeah, yeah yes. Later. Uh, you, you grow it like uh, like you yeah, would cabbage. Yeah, lettuce or cabbage. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I'd, I'd plant it in, uh, are you going to grow it from seed or are you going to wait for some transplants? No, I, I grew it from seed. I already sprouted them. Did I do it too early? Hmm. Uh, I think it's marginal. Yeah, it'll be here by well, October go 1st. Go ahead and step them up into uh, larger containers and then keep them in the shade like we did. We were talking about with our spinach. Okay. And then, uh, and then uh, wait until... Uh, about uh, mid-September to, to put them in the ground. Okay. All right. So they, good. they do well, pretty good. Uh, do you use that for cooking, or uh, how do you use your bok choy? Well, I've never tri- I've never grown them before, so I don't know, and uh, I haven't tried them before. So this is going to uh, be a first for me. Okay. So, but I mean, they're just like cabbage, right? So. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like Chinese cabbage is what they are. Right. Well, that's what they're classified as, Chinese cabbage. Okay. But they they don't have the same taste as cabbage does. 
Oh, okay. So anyway, not as tough either. All right. Soft, you know, a softer, just like Chinese cabbage is a little less fibrous than regular cabbage. So it'll be. Most of them are used in soups, aren't they? Yeah, I don't know either. I don't. I see it. I see it here at Millburgers in the transplants every year, but I haven't. Well, I thought you ate bok choy with your rutabagas. I eat Chinese cabbage. Well, Chinese cabbage is great because it stores so well. Of course, yeah. all, all the regular cabbage does too. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Mark. Okay. Thank you. All right. Good luck, Mark. Let us know how it goes. Looking for uh, bok choy recipes? You can call us at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. It's not on plan after. You don't have squirrel and bok choy recipes no, no. together. All right. Uh, I bet you Francis uh, or Frank, as we like to call him. As a bok choy. Yeah. Uh, you can tell us what he uses it in. All right, 308. I think I use that in soups. I kind of think soups, too. Trace, well, you got any? And greens. Okay. That, and that's it. they use it in greens. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, use just, it in you greens. Know, yeah, boiled. And... All right. So I bet you Frank calls us before our next break. So, Trace, you'll have to hurry. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, of course, you are your sponsor, so you take your time. Plant of the weekend. <laughs> yes, plant of the weekend, weekend, weekend. All right. So this is something unusual. Uh, this is a ground orchid. Mm-hmm. So most orchids, you know, obviously they can't take the cold. You can't just leave them outside. This one can be planted in the ground, and uh, if we're going to be cold, they can be mulched and should actually revive. The foliage looks like a cross between a cast iron plant and a palm tree that hasn't completely opened its uh, frond. Uh, this one has a, a purple flower. Uh, it's called Kate. It looks uh, a couple it opened a little more. So I would put it today. in the, I would put it where it gets uh, morning sun, afternoon shade, although technically everything we read said it could take all day sun. I don't think I would do that here. No. Um, 100. And then, so these are nine ninety nine, and then uh, Charles got some... Uh, Chinese white and Chinese purple in three-gallon pots, and they're oh, okay. thirty-four ninety-nine. So uh, we've got purple this size, purple bigger, and we've got white bigger. So um, I don't. Uh, I know that she, uh, Hank called in, uh, but Hank picked up a couple of them. Yeah, two, two uh, of them. Yeah, and so if uh, check them out online if uh, you're so inclined. Otherwise, uh, just come on out here to Millburgers and pick one up. And take a look. But you can also uh, call the nursery at 497-3760, and they'll put aside a couple of, just like Hank did, at 497-3760. And uh, like I said, they'll just, just tell them you want a couple of them. You can't come today, but you'll be there tomorrow, Monday or Tuesday, whatever, and uh, just uh, they'll, they'll take care of you. So it's e- easy for them to do, and it makes it easy on you uh, to pick up these cool plants that uh, – that uh, Millburgers has picked up so that you can enjoy some some exciting stuff in the garden. You, I think you were talking about peppers a little bit. Did you say what kind of peppers we got? In uh, the... There's a pretty good selection out there. Uh, okay. Different different types of jalapenos, habanero, serrano. J-Lo? Then I see chili patines. Of, there should be, well, there's patine big and plant. big pots over yeah. here. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else did we have? Um, was a couple Jello different types of bell peppers. No, oh, no J-Lo's. Or okay, no J-Lo's. No J's or whatever you... No. <laughs> I said J-Lo's. It's, it's Lejo. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Is it the wrong season, I guess? 
Um, somebody didn't provide him a seat, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't, I oh, didn't get him Really? Seat. Yeah. This is heartbreaking. Why are we letting this happen? <laughs> those were popular. You had chefs that were just all over you oh, for those things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. We, we, uh, <laughs> we uh, peppers are, you know, people that, that like peppers are adamant about, you know, liking them. But the ma- the majority of gardeners don't grow cup peppers, hot peppers. Or they do like I do and grow a few yeah. plants, and, and the plants are long-lived, steadily productive, uh, and so you don't have to do a lot. You yeah. don't have to change them out. Or... I, tell, I tell you the pepper that's <laughs> that uh, people go nuts over, and that's at, uh, real grindy gold. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> We gave, uh, I, I was talking to David and uh, David Rodriguez and Dr. Stein, Larry Stein, about uh, the Texas Superstars. And uh, he said that uh, Brent Pemberton, who is our research ornamentalist in uh, Tyler, or Overton is where he's stationed, up around Tyler, uh, has gone nuts. Over that real grindy gold, he said, he wants to make it a taxi superstar. All right. Well, there's no, there's no seed. seed. Oh. <laughs> well, well, Calvin, Calvin and I were able to help the last time there was no seed. I know Calvin brought. I, him I can't. I have some plants. I yeah. can't help it. Do you? Do you? Okay. Oh, yeah, that's my. When I walk around watering my citrus. But it I, would take years for us to get back to any kind of quantity, right? Mm. Well. Pepper seed uh, produces that pepper plants produce, and that particular one produces a lot of seed. But it, the problem is getting them distributed to the other growers across the state. When you make it a Texas superstar, you want it available. Millburgers has to have it. it well, Millburger has we, some. Uh, we could we could furnish Millburgers, mm. <laughs> but uh, the problem is in Dallas and Houston and all those places that. Uh, well, so is he, is yeah, he, and somebody has to take responsibility. And Jerry, <laughs> Jerry has done that at a number of plants through the years, but it's kind of a pain in the behind. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Even and even, it's getting overwhelming. Yeah. Even when I've helped you a little bit with uh, columbines and things. Yeah, and, yeah. And then you got a lot. He's got a core of uh, garden volunteers and master gardeners out there growing stuff for him, but. It uh, it's not it you're not always appreciated the fact that you poor you Rio can. Grande Gold. In fact, I gave uh, uh, Jack Hoover came by yesterday Our and picked up the uh, this Cro- year's Crawford, Crawford lettuce. lettuce seed. Yeah, I saw him yesterday. Yeah, he picked up this year's Crawford lettuce seed. He's gone. We've we've taken it to Wild Seed Farms and run it through their uh, machine and cleaned it up the best we can. And now he's gonna see if he can clean it up one one stage further, and but uh, so we'll have. And then he's gonna do a germination test on it to see uh, what kind of germination we got this year. So uh, again, that's one of those seeds that. Uh, but it's easier than pepper seed because uh, first of all, you get a lot of a hell of a lot of seed, mm-hmm. and uh, it's 
And, and it's out there. You don't have yeah. to service it as much. Right, right. No, my in-laws in Alabama are all excited. It came back. It's coming back. It's like, um, uh, yeah, wow, really? That's unusual. Enjoy that. It'll be all over the neighborhood and in downtown. Yeah, so maybe over. I shouldn't give their names out on the air. No. Okay. It's like the invasive species list. <laughs> but that does tell our listeners a little bit that uh, when um, – you come up and get these seeds or the free seeds or whatever. There's a lot of work that goes oh, into. Oh yeah. Or we sell them and as a planning. fundraiser. Yeah, a lot of volunteer planning and Absolutely. and a lot of effort on uh, people out there putting them in the packages and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so are you saying we should charge for them? No, no, no. I'm just saying that that you know. Well, Jack Hoover is the only one that packages them. I'm just saying. I just want people to appreciate it that it's. And uh, yeah, sometimes yeah, people with, walk up and get a packet of seed and they don't realize. How much work is well, what's gone into that package of seed? Well, yeah, in the whole, uh, that's why it's interesting. Every couple of years we put an article in Plant Answers or in the newspaper about the process that uh, oh, seed companies go through and oh, yeah. making their decisions. And then how you suddenly, even though we love a, a tomato, particular tomato here, the fact that it's not... Uh, not competitive with uh, a tomato to 15,000 commercials. Absolutely. We're growing the sand on their beach. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, kind of a kind of the uh, piece, of, a piece of sand in their shoe thing, you know. Yeah, you guys, well, I'm glad we can accommodate you, but uh, right now you're just a pain in my foot. I may be, I may be leaving town next. Uh, we can blame that on Calvin. That tycoon. No no seed of tycoon for ne- next spring, probably. I, I was surprised we had some this year, this fall. But uh, wow, we better, there's going to be a lot of... We better change our location. There, there's there's no going to be a lot of disappointed people when tycoon goes off the market. I sent, I, I sent some back to... Uh, you know, that's our favorite tomato in East Texas now. It's tycoon. And uh, I, I sent some to my buddy Greg Grant, uh, some plants uh, last week, as a matter of fact, so he can plant some fall uh, tycoons. But I, he, he'll be a suicidal uh, when they tell him that. So uh, what are they you, using? Did you make him responsible for seed collection? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I get, yeah, I guess we I guess we could collect some seed. What, uh, Jerry, what varieties are they using in East Texas before tycoon? Are they using the, the same ones we are or not? Yeah, yeah. Uh, every, every year when we do our testing of our for our rodeo tomato test, uh, we try to send them in, send uh, samples of about 20, 25 varieties to uh, several locations across the state. And uh, so Greg is one of those locations, and he's, uh, because some some varieties perform better in East Texas than they do here. Hmm. Are the do the local nurseries uh, cooperate like they do here? Not really. Yeah. Not really. So but, we, uh, we need a seed saver division of the master gardeners or the uh, yeah gardening volunteers. Yeah. What's that? I was agreeing with you. Yeah. So but we the, need a seed saver committee. Who's going to take that up? 
Alan, so let's nominate someone but, here and but just the, pro- the problem yeah. is when you start recommend uh, promote it on the radio and newspaper and whatever, you've got to have a lot of seed. And then, yeah, and then there are seed saver organizations out there mm-hmm. trying to stay alive and trying to get funding and trying to yeah. get support. And so it's not it's not an easy process. Mm-hmm. And then you always get into the problem of if you do you save seed of a hybrid uh, hybrid tomato yeah. or hybrid uh, plant. Now peppers, the uh, Rio Grande Gold pepper is a is an OP what we refer to as OP open pollinated variety always has been. So uh, so we can save the seed of it with no problem. When it's an F1 hybrid like tycoon. Uh, some, sometimes they they migrate away from the original uh, original tomato type uh, after you save seed for three or four generations. Oh. Now, Surefire is, I furnish that seed of Surefire. And we've had some variation in the Surefire. Yeah, and, and you, you noticed that last year yeah. uh, in your Surefire. So uh, we, we've gotten away from the hybrid Surefire, and so what we try to do is make selections and save seed from those selections. And that's what those plants are. That's, right. uh, that's another point, uh, everybody. We, those of you that uh, like Surefire um, as a fall tomato, it's, it was hard to beat, uh, fast oh, yeah. and, and reliable, been to, fast. consistent. But it's here. It's here. The transplants are here. Well, we kind of went off on a different road, but uh, we were talking about peppers and things you had. Any other transplants coming in in the uh, fruits or veggies? More of the same. Okay. And you said when that do the pretty soon. When the crops come in? Well, they'll show them available probably in another week or two, but okay. um, I'll probably procrastinate the next Probably week. wait. Just Okay. End of the month, I'll probably start being brave. All right. Anything else exciting <laughs> happening going on? Uh, Gardening classes. Go to MillburgerNursery.com for more on that. There, David, next week? End of the month. End of the month. Yeah. Okay. And you got a new, told us yesterday, you got a new shipment of uh, tuberosa, mel, uh, Asclepias tuberosa, which is the native the, milk food, milkweed, butterfly weed. Four and a half inch pod. Did you see them over there? I didn't see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's uh, three or four flats over there. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Over in can. So they're they're in four and a half inch. Are they in bloom? No. Okay, but they're. You said they were what? Four inches, five four inches tall. Four and, a half inch, four and a half inch pots. Okay, cool. So you, if you, uh, you know, the monarchs have come in the San Antonio started to come in now. They'll be here for uh, the rest of the fall. They won't do any nesting now, though. They'll be they'll be seeking uh, nectar. And from they like it from uh, milkweeds, but get your milkweeds in tropical and this uh, butterfly weed in, so it'll be ready for next spring. When in fact, when the monarchs come back from Mexico, they will be laying eggs, and they'll need those milkweeds to have a spot to lay the eggs on. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 AM, The Answer.
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to tell you about some of the terrific items that Millburgers is featuring right now. One of them is one you're really going to be excited about. In fact, all of San Antonio is excited about the arrival of the fall tomatoes. Now, these are tomatoes that Millburgers has selected because they are known to do well in San Antonio. You'll find Bobcat 444. HM1823, Celebrity, and more right now at Millburgers. Millburgers is also featuring John Fannick Perennial Phlox. This is really pretty. It's a beautiful plant, and its smell is absolutely wonderful. I think they prefer I use the word fragrance, but boy, when you sniff it, you are in heaven, and it's just two ninety nine in the quart size. How about this for a sale? Millburgers has a special group of perennials in the one-gallon container on sale right now. Milkweed, Mexican heather, pentas, bumbago, and more, now just three eighty eight in the one-gallon container. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This is Dennis Prager, and I know when you find a good dentist, you never want to lose him. That's why I traveled to San Antonio to visit my dentist, Dr. Stan Shelton. Learn more about Stan at drshelton.com. That's drshelton.com. The crazy stuff happening in Washington means really smart people, I mean the best people, get a chance for the moment to refi their mortgage or pull cash out of their homes until the president can put a lid on things. Be one of those really smart people by getting Cash Call Mortgage's 15-year fixed no-closing-cost refi at today's super low 2.99% rate and APR. But you need to act now, even if you're in process with another lender. Take five minutes to call and grab this 2.99% 15-year fixed rate with no closing costs from Cash Call Mortgage. Make the cash call at 855-875-CASH or log on to cashcallmortgage.com. And believe me, this is not fake news. First Mortgage is Impact Mortgage Corp., DBA Cash Call Mortgage, Equal Housing Lender. Call 866-900-8744 for disclosures, terms, and restrictions. Not licensed in all states. Not available in Washington State. NMLS 128231. That's 855-875-CASH. 855-875-CASH. When it comes to stock market corrections, take this advice. Don't get fooled again. People have lost thousands of their retirement savings again. Robin Hoppus with Big State Financial can show you how to move your money into a safe investment with zero risk and a guaranteed return. Tune into the Big State Financial Radio Show Saturdays, 2 p.m. and Mondays, 8 p.m. Or call Robin today, 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000. Or go online to BigStateFinancial.com. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. And it's about to get worse. The IRS just hired an army of new tax enforcers. So, if you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop that army of new and Enforcers from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a half billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. Call now for your free consultation. Call 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Breaking news. Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen says the Fed expects to keep raising interest rates for the foreseeable future. Stimulating talk. Donald Trump says that the West is superior. What's happening in the West? Are people starting to think maybe values are the issue? The answer.
By the time I get to Phoenix, she'll be rising. She'll find the note I left hanging on her door. She'll laugh when she reads the part that says I'm leaving. Cause I've left that girl so many times before. And welcome back to No Burgers Gardening South Texas as we celebrate the music of Glenn Campbell today. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. And John is on the line. Hi there, John. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Thank you, sir. Appreciate you taking my call. I got a couple of questions, maybe three. They're quick. Uh, the surefire tomatoes that you're talking about, if you get them now, do you go ahead and put them in the ground, or do they need to stay in pots until September when it gets a little cooler? Do they need a bunch you, of sun, a little sun? You, what story you on can that? do either, but uh, if you're if you got moisture in the soil, more you know more soil, you can put them in the ground now. I planted mine yesterday. Okay. So just keep them watered um, good then if you put them in the they, ground. They take full they take full sun. But even this time of year, full sun. Yeah, now it doesn't hurt. Jerry and I were talking talking about uh, this time of the year. It doesn't hurt for a little afternoon shade, but it's not absolutely necessary. But uh, you were you were we 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 were noticing any part any part of the garden that's shaded from uh, from the western hot western sun. Those plants seem to be more vigorous and, and grow bigger. Better. Yeah, I've got a okay. Well, I've got an area where it gets a lot of the early morning, midday sun, and then by the evening, there's trees on the west side of it, so they're shaded. They don't get a lot of sun in the evening. So that'd be yeah, per- that'd, that'd be, be perfect. Place. That'd be a good place. That'd be yeah. perfect. Okay. Next question is: Does Millburgers carry the cold hardy avocado trees? They've got the cold hardy uh, avocado trees, but of course, Sherry and I. I always like to alert people that even the the hardiest, coldest, right. cold hardy ones uh, are still, you know, uh, right. subject no, to yeah. freeze. Yeah, I understand that. I'm gonna build a. I want to. I want to get some, and I'm gonna build a frame around them where I can roll some plastic out and put some cool. smudge pots or something. And when it's gonna be hard freeze, to, yeah, to and we'll them. have to. And I don't remember. I don't know which varieties they have left. We'll have to mention ask Trace, but they or you can give them a call. Four nine seven. Okay. Well, I, may, I live up in Blanco. I may run into town today. Just okay. I got some other running around to do. Okay. Uh, but I just didn't. Just want to see if you had the avocados. And the last quick question is: I've got a one soft shell pecan tree, pretty good size, twenty five year old tree, and I've got a lot of native pecans. I live up in Blanco, up in Hill Country. And my question is: When is the best time to graft from the graft of the native pecans? Uh, the best time to do that is uh, is in February. February, February March. okay, yeah, when they're just coming out of winter dormant. Okay, right. There shouldn't be. Any, I'll be able to cut some, some, get some cuttings off this soft shell I've got and and graft them on natives, right? Yeah, that that whole process is. Uh, get on the internet all the time, but uh, right. go to plantanswers.com and uh, on the propagation of pecans or grafting. Of, of pecans, 
It'll tell you how to store the wood, how you collect the wood in January, and, and uh, put it in a refrigerator. And then then you wait till the uh, the trees begin to uh, almost leaf out. Uh, the old timers say, "Wait till the leaves are the size of squirrel ears, squirrel's ears," and then you do the uh, then you do the uh, the gra- grafting. Now, usually, uh, Dr. Larry Stein will have uh, grafting clinics around around the area, so keep your ear keep your um, keep, uh, listen for the uh, you know f- okay. find one, and he'll actually show you how to do it. Okay, sounds good. And I said I just I've got this one soft shell, but I got a lot of natives, and and it's like, yeah. well, you know, I might as well go ahead and graft some of these natives and make them soft shells. The natives are good and they got a lot of flavor, but they're hard as a rock. And yeah, you got a you got a good crop this year, haven't you? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. My trees have got a lot of nuts on them right now. That rain last week sure helped a lot too. I, yeah, I, that's right. I've seen some falling. I was at a friend's house the other day. He had a lot of them that had fallen off his natives, but. Uh, yeah, my, my trees are good. I had a good crop last year, too. I've got 50 or 60 pounds off that one tree. There's, wow, that's good. There's and I had some friends that came and picked them up. I was at it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's about a 25-year-old tree. But, um, yeah, we had a good crop. I just, like I said, I want to just expand out and get rid of these natives aren't really worth messing with. So, all righty. Well, I appreciate hey, that. Tra- Trace is here if you want to see if we can see if he remembers or can tell you what uh, avocado varieties we've got left. Can you remember? Okay, great. Uh, we've got one big one that's close to being able to plant in the ground. Um, I, I think all the little ones are gone. Okay. When do they normally okay. come in? Generally late January, sometime February. Okay. Okay. Right. So, late, so late obviously January, we had some good varieties. Well, Le- right. Leela, Joey, those are the two I like the best out of them. Uh, but we had Mexicola, Mexicola Grande, a couple other ones. But if I heard correctly, he's in Blanco. Yeah. So I'm not sure right. yeah, any of them are going to survive up there long. That's what I'm saying. We get a little, little colder even, weather than even you Even at their best, there, we're talking like 14 degrees. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well. Okay. And he's going to build a structure. Oh, okay. Well, then that's he's a little worried. Right. About, yeah, uh, Trace gonna... is a little worried about temperature. No, yeah, I'm going right. to build a frame where He's going to build a structure that Leela or Joey, those he could. Sorry. Hang on a second, John. Okay. Go ahead, Trace. Oh, sorry. Um, okay. If you're going to build a structure, Leela or Joey, those would be shorter-growing varieties that you can. Okay. You might actually be able to build a structure big enough for. Thanks, okay, John. Yeah, I was just going to take some drill strim, put pipe on it, and roll out plastic, and put some smudge pots or something under the one that's going to be really cold. So, okay. Leela right. or did, Joey. Did you know? Did you know that HEB sells avocados? <laughs> yeah, but it's not the same. John, John, we we just ignore him when he says stuff like that. You're right, it's not the same, they're better. He he only likes tomatoes and broccoli, he just doesn't doesn't appreciate it. (laughs) Well, I know uh, growing avocados and Blanco is going to be a a challenge. uh, It'll be a challenge, but you know, it's not so much about the avocados as, as getting it done. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, it's, it's, there it's you the go. The challenge of doing it as much as anything. Gardening got, is fun. Got that Texas attitude. Yeah. So let's see. Yeah. So we got. All righty. Okay. Uh, I Thanks, appreciate John. your time. Thank you, sir. You Goodbye. bet you. Thanks for calling. Okay. All right. 308 8867. 308 8867. Trace, did you want to 
talk about anything before we go to break or just oh okay i don't know you, you, you'd come right you're just coming kind of, you, oh you came up to to help john that was nice of you all right 308-8867. We got we're getting a lot of questions on roses. The roses beginning to get on people's minds. They perked up with the that uh, the rain. rain. Yeah. yeah, it was just amazing. Uh, that's the one thing about the tough modern roses: Belinda's Dream and um, my Grandma favorite, Jell. Katie Road and yeah, Grandma uh, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, was it the rain or the cooler temperatures that came along with the rain? Well, I think both. Both. Yeah. Yeah. Both. But it's amazing. They go from scraggly looking to new growth and bloom. New oh, growth. wow. We got bloom? Yeah. So when yeah. is it we print them back, Calvin? But for Memorial Day? Or, or Labor Day. Labor Day. Uh, yeah, Labor Day was, I, I was thinking now, some of our old literature, we talk about August, the middle of August. Um, so I think any time you could, but... I don't think you gain anything by doing it early because you, you, well, I take that back because we saw the spurt of growth if, if the temperatures cool a little bit and we get some rain. But I think you want to get it done by Labor Day for sure. Yeah. Oh, by Labor Day? Okay, cool. It's the beginning of September. Yeah. All right, we got a caller question. Wants to know where do you get seeds for seedless watermelons? That's on plantanswers.com. You mean, you mean how do you get seed? No, seedless? I think he wants to buy seeds to grow seedless watermelon. Uh, or she. You you would have to get it from. Uh, I don't. I'm pretty sure we don't have seedless seed on the seed rack. Tracy's shaking his head. Uh, because uh, they're weak seed. They're triple oh. seed, and so the, they don't germinate real well. So they're not. People who really don't uh, have good luck with them, go to uh, go to uh, plantanswers.com or go go to the internet and uh, type in uh, seedless watermelon. All right, seed if you want to. I recall getting them in the past as plant growing plants, but there were there were two different varieties in the pack. And I was told that that's uh, they needed to cross pollinate to actually they not need, create seeds. They need that's, to have a pollinator. Yeah, that's hey. why. Yeah, this is a. That's why it's not a simple question. We need to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. For more of the information that we talk about, about the events here at the nursery, go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. And, again, thanks to all the folks that came out and donated blood yesterday. Uh, we've got another blood drive coming up in just about another um, month or two months or so. So uh, we'll tell you more about that on The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch sitting out here on the porch on a pretty day. Uh, out here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You can come join us. Ask your gardening question in person. Uh, you can call us at 308-8867, 308-8867. Speaking of roses, we got a question about uh, yellow knockout roses. 
we haven't talked about yellow knockout roses because they're they're the worst selection in the whole series. Oh, but uh, and but it, is it is it the worst selection in a great series, or is it is it not is it compared to other roses? Is it a bad selection? I don't. Yeah, that, that's the question. Yes. Yeah. Compared to other roses, yeah. it's a bad selection. So it's not, a, you, you know, you, just the name knockout doesn't automatically no. mean that it's a good selection. And the, the commercial uh, producer, uh, the commercial re- wholesale nurseryman that actually propagates the roses begged the knockout rose people not to put this rose on the market. Because it detracts from the other good ones. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's It's weaker. And uh, and it also has a, it, it's not a really pretty yellow anyway. I mean, uh, it's not a deep deep uh, yellow color. And uh, when it blooms, the you know knockout roses kind of have a loose bloom. And uh, when this this one blooms, it the petals burn out. In other words, they have and it holds them. Hmm. So it, 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 it it's not a, a neat plant. In other words, it, it doesn't tidy itself up. But anyway, this guy said, uh, uh, I've, I've had red and pink knockout roses in my yard for many years. They grow and, and bloom quite well. However, I've also tried to grow the sunny knockout roses, even replacing ones that die. So they're dying on them and have a great difficulty getting them to thrive. It looks like they're at the brink of death most of the time. Uh, I water them regularly, feed them rose rose uh, glow a couple of times a month, and I planted them in, in, in a sunny location. Do you know of any reason for the difference? And any suggestion as to how to get the yellow variety to do better? No, it's just a in my in our in 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 the opinion of a lot of the commercial producers, it's a it's a weak it's a weak uh, selection. But they were trying to get something that uh, was yellow. And um, of course, if you want a yellow rose, the best best one is still Grandma's yellow. Ann is on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Ann. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Thank you. Hello. How can we help you? You're okay. on the air. Ann, what's going on? Okay. In my garden, I have several different types of perennials that have grown out of hand and on Monday, tomorrow, I'm having the yard man come, and I'm wondering if I can have him cut back to about two foot tall for knockout roses. I have red and kind of orangey like. I have a, a pride of Barbosa that's almost six foot tall, has never bloomed, about three years old. And then I have shrimp plant and from. from what is it? Plumbago? Plumbago, How do you yeah. pronounce that? Plumbago? Plumbago, like a plum. Yeah, yeah. and uh, some other things, but they're all perennials. Can I get him to cut these back? Will it hurt the plants, Annie? 
Um, let's go we're through the. Now. <laughs> let's go through the list. Um, okay. Your. Uh, you talked about the pride of Barbados. Um, yeah. Is that in the full sun and not blooming? Uh, it is in partial uh, sun because the neighbor's trees are so tall, okay. and it blocks the west sun. The east and the south are okay because they come between the houses. So does it's that, partial does it, sun. Does it ever bloom? Because it should be booming right now. No, it hasn't bloomed. I've had it three years. What what color? Oh, it never has bloomed. Okay. No. Uh, that that's weird for proud of Barbados. Yeah. yeah. And I spray them for bugs regularly, and I dust no. everything with seven dust, <laughs> and I fertilize them with that Miracle Grow the liquid. Yeah. Do you remember what color that Pride of Barbados is uh, when you bought it? Because it doesn't bloom for you. Uh, it's never bloomed, but I brought, got it out of a bunch of orange-flowered ones, so I assume it's supposed to be orange. Okay. Uh, orange and red, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's And you bought that at a nursery, of course. Uh, yes, I did. Okay. Was it blooming when you bought it? Oh, golly. Or buds on it? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Gen- generally, they cut those cut those back when uh, it gets to be winter time. Yeah, so I do way. it in the winter, and it's grown to almost almost six foot tall, but there are no buds. There were never any blooms on it, and it's it's messy. It's hmm. crowding out the rose and crowding out the bottle brush plant. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. That I, w- I would trim it back. Uh, I, I, yeah, what have you got to lose if it hadn't bloomed? Yeah, it's That's not, right. years. It's not okay, adding anything. So, so I'd, I'd print, it, print it back. You might. It. You might consider moving uh, moving it it's only been in three years you might consider moving it to a full sun situation because they, oh. they're re- reliable uh, bloomers and they would be blooming in the hottest part of summer okay so, but okay cut it what back. about a bottle brush can I trim it back now it bloomed oh it bloomed last year hadn't bloomed this year and it's red in color right hmm. And I did cut it back, uh, I think a year ago I had him cut it because I was getting ready to have him dig it out. And he says, no, let's cut it back. So he cut it back. It's about maybe four, three to four foot tall right now, but not blooming. Okay. So so you want to cut it back again? Yeah. Hmm. It sounds like you got I don't have to. I don't have to. But I just wondered if I cut it back, if it will be okay, and maybe then in a springtime, maybe it might generate some blooms. That's true. Might. Yeah. Might. But yeah. Keyword. Okay. Yeah, and then the, the uh, knockout roses, which I really and truly hate, they advertise them so much, you know, when they came in, but they're not worth a darn. But uh, anyway, can I cut them back next week? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And then what about the shrimp plant that's in full bloom? It's it's not tall, 
but it's wide. Yeah, well, you you can trim that back however you want to. But yeah, of course oh. you're gonna sacrifice some blooms. Yeah, well that's but, okay. Uh, they'll come back. Yeah, they'll come back on, on trim. I'm the only one that sees his backyard, so I don't really care. <laughs> okay. But, what about? But anyways, uh, just tr- trim them back to where they fit in your landscape. Okay. And what about that? Um, I always get it pronounced wrong. Esperanza or something. Esperanza, yeah. Now, yeah. is that not is that not blooming? Uh, it it has bloomed, but very few blooms on it right now. There's nothing. There's no bugs or anything Shade. because. You know, I take yeah. care of them by spraying them, and I have the seven dust. Yeah, well, flowers. you don't need this. All those plants that you mentioned do, do not need any insecticide sprays. Right. They're all, oh, really? they're all tough. Yeah, they're all tough, pest-free. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Now, is, is this in the shade, too? Um, yeah. yeah, a neighbor next door is getting ready to cut his trees back there. But it's been in the shade, and it faces the west. Hmm. Yeah, because that, so should, be, that really should be get much, much sun. That should be in full bloom right now too. No, um, it's not. No, no, no. Well, you, you're not going to lose anything if you cut it back. Then, yeah. But, uh, but the. And uh, another plant I have that I don't know the name of. I know it's in the sage family. And it has uh, bright uh, green leaves, and the stalks of the fla- flower, uh, they have purple flowers on th- top, and they're pretty thin flowers. You know, they're not a big, thick flower. They're just kind of petite flowers, and I yeah. don't know what that's. It might be Sinisa. I don't know. Is it, a, is a, is it a, it's okay. not a, a grayish green? or a... uh, It's not a salvia. Oh, Belvia. Maybe that might be it. Yeah, I'm thinking could of a that, picture uh, I had. See, could it could be anyway, that Garantica? If but, but if it's in the shade, it won't. You, you, that's the kind of bloom you, you'll get. Hmm. No, uh, that was in the sun, and it faces the north, so it gets the sun. Hmm. It's oh, not dear. blooming either, is it? Ah, uh, nope. I got a lot of greenery, and that's about yeah. it. Yeah, because all the all those plants that you de- described are are good, tough plants that do well um, in our area and are generally blooming this time of the year. That's why it's a little, you know. And we and generally you wouldn't cut them back now. You'd wait till yeah. after they finish blooming. But like Jerry said, you, you're not gonna. You're probably not gonna kill any of them. You're just yeah. no. You're not gonna kill them. You just okay. Uh, um, I water yeah, make, generally with a sprinkler, the sprinkler system, and I believe the sprinklers in the back are set for 18 minutes. Is that enough time? How often? Once oh. a week. Actually, all of those plants would probably do fine with. I don't know if 18 inches of sprinkler is doing much for them. Uh, you probably could oh. do without watering them even. Without watering them, they'll never dry up. No, none of them. I don't. I've got. I've got all those plants in my yard, and I don't water any of them. 
they're they're we plant them because they are drought tolerant and uh, capable of doing without supplemental watering. But oh dear. Um, Obviously, if it, if they're green and there's plenty of foliage, yeah. you're giving them a, you're giving them plenty of water. Hmm. Oh, okay. okay. Well, well learn something new today. Learn something new. Right. Today. Okay, and my grass is finally coming out. The front yard. I have the sprinkler once a week for 25 minutes on the front, and I also have oh, what do you call that? Hehe. Um, um, juniper, junipers, right? Shrubs, right? Yeah, and they get watered once a week, twenty-five minutes. They look okay. Oh yeah, yeah, they look pretty good. Okay, but not blooming, right? Yeah, the shrubs don't bloom. Nice try. Now it. I've seen if she was listening. Yeah. Now, generally, you would you would water your lawn for a longer period of time with the sprinkler than 25 how much, minutes. If, how much? Um, how many minutes? Uh, if there's no runoff, 50, uh, 50 yeah, minutes. Yeah, there's a slight runoff. There's a slight runoff because well, it's on a do slight do, slope down. Yeah, yeah, you would do your 25, and then you'd have a gap and let the water dry a little bit, and then you'd do another 25. That would be that would be better for the lawn. Ooh, saws would love that. No, no, well, yeah, saws, saws w- would like want you to put enough water on the lawn. The, the, the issue you've got is that you're you're not you're not using an appropriate amount on from your sprinkler to get the effect you want. So, oh, well, the irrigation people said it like that. They said that was enough for St. Augustine. It's not drying up or turning yellow. Last year I had uh, grubs. I think you call them grubs or something. Okay, I thought and you it said got, it just it just started looking good after the rain. No? Yeah, yeah. I think the reason why it looked bad was because my um, yard man cut it too short. I like it to be three, three and a half inches. All right. Good work. And I think, yeah, it looks real, real nice now. But I think because he cut it so short and then we had the the uh, hot sun, you know, 100, 105 and what have you. But it's doing now, uh, well now. Okay, so then I can give my backyard a haircut then tomorrow. There you go. All right. Thanks, Ann. Good okay, luck. Okay, thank you kindly. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, 308-8867 is our number. we got to take a break. While we do, give us a call. (laughs) 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to tell you about some of the terrific items that Millburgers is featuring right now. One of them is one you're really going to be excited about. In fact, all of San Antonio is excited about the arrival of the fall tomatoes. Now, these are tomatoes that Millburgers has selected because they are known to do well in San Antonio. You'll find Bobcat 444 
HM1823, Celebrity, and more right now at Millburgers. Millburgers is also featuring John Fanick Perennial Phlox. This is really pretty. It's a beautiful plant, and its smell is absolutely wonderful. I think they prefer I use the word fragrance, but boy, when you sniff it, you are in heaven. And it's just two ninety nine in the quart size. How about this for a sale? Millburgers has a special group of perennials in the one-gallon container on sale right now. Milkweed, Mexican heather, pentas, plumbago, and more. Now just three eighty eight in the one-gallon container at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Homestead Handcrafts, the most unique craft mall with the finest handcrafts, collectibles, and antiques in San Antonio with over 300 different vendors. You'll find an amazing variety of treasures that change weekly. Homestead Handcrafts can dress you and your home inside and out. It's the ultimate craft show open seven days a week. Homestead Handcrafts with two locations to serve you on Thousand Oaks at El Sendero and Blanco Road near Panther Springs Park north of 1604. Homesteadhandcrafts.com. All right, so you hear it, and there is nothing worse than being a Steeler fan and owing the IRS money. My dear friends in San Antonio, you do not have to face this problem alone. Tony Ramos is the San Antonio tax debt relief attorney. If the IRS is getting ready to take money out of your paycheck, call Tony Ramos. If your bank account is frozen, call Tony Ramos. Don't wait for the IRS to call you. Call San Antonio Tax Debt Relief Attorney Tony Ramos. 210-558-2834. TonyRamosLaw.com. Heating and cooling a home or commercial building is expensive. But now there's an affordable alternative to replacement windows. Magnetite. Energy Home Pros has Magnetite. It reduces incoming and outgoing noise by up to 70%. Plus, it's 115% more thermal efficient. Magnetite reduces energy and, best of all, saves you money. When you choose Magnetite, you get the best of both worlds, creating a seamless install that won't change the aesthetics of your current home or business. No dirt, no dust, or construction downtime. Call Energy Home Pros for a free energy analysis in consultation at 210-504-2950. That's 210-504-2950. What are you waiting for? Save money with energyhomepros.com. That's energyhomepros.com. Hi, this is Rhonda Bone of Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations to serve you. Most of us have some unwanted fat we want to get rid of. Try Sigform HCG, a homeopathic fat release system. It displays no known adverse side effects, targets the abnormal fat deposits that we don't want for well-needed energy. Increase blood flow for fat burning with a healthy lifestyle plan and no dips in your sugar levels. Come in and get your information on Sigform HCG at Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations. 624 Southwest Military Drive at Shopper City Mall. Call 210-924-6922 and 8059 Callahan at the Grandview Shopping Center at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. 210-344-1482. Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations. It's knowing that your door is always open and your path is free to walk. That makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag rolled up and stashed behind your couch. 
And it's knowing I'm not shackled by forgotten words and bonds And the ink stains that are dried upon some line That keeps you in the back roads by the rivers of my memory It keeps you ever gentle on my mind and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South it's Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, and Jerry is on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Jerry. Welcome to the show. How Hi. you doing? Hi. I'm doing fine. Uh, you were talking to the previous caller about knockout knockout roses, trimming them back. How far mm-hmm. back can you cut that bush? Mine's about six foot tall. Well, that's that's a, generally the desirable height is six foot. So. Okay. You know, because when I bought it, you know, it was just a little bitty thing, probably about. It was so cute. Oh yes, it was so cute, and now it's. Yeah. <laughs> but you took care of it and fertilized it and watered it. Mm, no, I didn't that. do anything. I just stuck it in the ground, and it must just like it there. Yeah. That's why people I like knockouts. They yeah. grow well. They I, I well. find them pretty. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I got that for a rose bush, because I cannot grow other roses. I killed every one that I've planted. So I've seen them oh, so, so you, consistently to four feet, way? and they look you good. Just, they look good. So, you just kind of leave it big like that, and or just turn it back a little at a time? You, 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 could, turn, you could turn it back to... Like four foot, and okay. uh, I've seen those, and that, and they'll do a good job of blooming there, and uh, it's relatively e- easy to keep them there. But yeah, their natural inclination is to get at least six foot and just stay right there. Okay. Are you saying so hedge them back? Huh? Are you saying hedge them back like a, a head, hedge them back? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think you can. You can, or you can do thinning cuts too. But okay. uh, but yeah, if you, yeah, the, the easiest is to be content with six foot and just take out the dead wood and and uh, if they get a little spread out too much and cross the path or get in the way of your traffic, then you cut those branches off. Okay. But, so I'll just leave him alone. He's then he can just grow. Is still blooming? There. What was that? What what color is yours? It's red. Is and it the double red or the single red? Double red. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, it, it's a, you know, I'm really pleased I grew a rose bush, you know. Not anything that you can cut, but I, I have roses. <laughs> there you go. But boy, okay. when they're all in bloom, they're gorgeous. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, well, that's what I wanted to know. Okay, right. thanks for calling. Good luck. Thanks, Sherry. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. 308-8867. James is on the line at 308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, hot and dusty, baby. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, uh, my question is for uh, uh, all you three experts. Uh, I have a need to know, have you ever heard of a double-feature crepe myrtle? Double-feature. Not me. That's the variety? Well, last time I cut Dr. Professor Whitcomb uh, up in Oklahoma, he told me that I better order some uh, double-feature liners from Reinerwood, so I got a, a load in a couple of weeks ago. They're, 
they have the same color bloom as the uh, Red Rocket Dynamite, but they only max out about eight eight foot tall, five foot wide, and because they're sterile, they have about a hundred and twenty day blooming period. Have you ever heard of the double feature that I just described? No. No. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, it looks like I'm going to be the first one on the block to get some going. Uh, what's he, what's he, the double feature in the, in the name part? I was thinking okay. maybe there was a second I, bloom I think it's or the something. number, yeah, that's what I thought. Maybe in that 120 there was two bloom periods, but I don't know. Well, no, it's they're sterile, so you have about 120 days of continuous bloom because they're not set seed. Yeah, but why why call it double feature? Uh, because feature? of the foliage, it has what the professionals are calling a wine color. It's darker than your average crape myrtle, like you kind of might. So uh, it's it, two. That's the second. You have that feature there. of a, a very pretty foliage, and you have the other feature of about 110, 120 day blooms. It's it's one of his sterile introduction and. Uh, Man, they're growing just like weeds in uh, in the one gallon nursery out here. They're, they're loving this hot weather. I, but uh, I guess I'm the only one, and me and Carl, the only one I ever heard of them, huh? Right. They're, they're well, new. To, I imagine they're new to the market. I guess they're new. Um, what they're going to be good for, in my opinion, is these uh, these starter castles that they they build on these smaller lots. They, right. You know, uh, you don't really have room for a, a regular crepe myrtle, and since these babies max out at eight by five, that's going to make a really good statement on those smaller lots. Oh yeah, that's it's, that's going to be a good plant. You know, it sounds like they planted a bunch of uh, bright red blooming uh, crepe myrtles on in the medical center, those islands, and that that sounds like. Uh, uh, I didn't. I'll look at them closer, but your description uh, sounds a lot like them. They're about well, that, that tall. Uh, yeah, and they're blo- they're blo- they've been blooming for a long period. Amazing. Yeah. Long Doctor, period. they they're available from uh, Rennerwood. That's uh, that outfit up in Tennessee, uh, uh, Tennessee County, or something like that, up in North Texas. Oh, okay. Um, Renner, Rennerwood's got them. But, uh, yeah, I'm, they're growing like weeds in the one-gallon nursery, and uh, I'm really excited to see what they're going to look like next year. Anyway, uh, I guess they're new to the market like Calvin said. Absolutely. Okay, well, you guys have fun. Thanks, and, uh, James. Yeah, we'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Stay cool, James. Yeah, right. Milton looked that up, and uh, our, our friends at uh, Greenleaf Nursery are probably... So that means Millburger will probably have something next year. Cool. All right. 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free 866-308-8867. Yeah, we'll ask Trace about that, too. All right. What else you got? Somebody wrote in from uh, Temple and said, uh, what will kill this plant? In other words, they want something that will kill Purple Heart. Oh man! <laughs> God, <laughs> I, I, I think God had a tr- trouble with killing. Uh, need help? Thank you. 
and he wants to kill uh, Purple Heart or Wanted You or uh, and and uh, far as I know, Roundup won't kill it. You can weed it with Roundup. I wonder if Rem- I wonder if Remedy would. I don't if you know, cut that it, I, I, I was trying to remember the stem structure, Jerry. Is it? About it's soft. Is there a it's lot a, of stem? Structure. A lot of stems. Yeah. So it'd be a pain, pain to apply it to each stem, but if I mean, would, you could just spray it over the whole bed. Yeah. You'd kill, you'd kill everything in there, but. Uh, so. But uh, the only way I've seen people to, uh, take take that stuff out is dig it out. Shovel here. You dig it out, and then, uh, then, dig, when then it, dig it, the it, will, it will re-sprout. Some of it will re-sprout, and when it when it gets about uh, three or four inches tall, dig then again. you dig those out again and keep to you. You can put up. You've got all the runners. You can put up a tent and uh, sit, stay out there, and until you finish the job, and two three years, it'll probably. Who would want to kill purple heart? I, I can't figure that I out. I don't know. Well. We were just amazed by the questions If I didn't have purple heart, I wouldn't have any ornamental in the front yard uh, under my oak tree. Well, and... Grows in the shade, grows in the full sun. Another another one that just seems invincible to me, and I've I've tried uh, the remedy thing, is uh, 4 o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so I've rubbed the, the stem. And what it looks like to me is in a... Stem comes up three inches away from the old stem, a new stem. Yeah. <laughs> so it obviously is not translocating like I, like it does on most uh, most plants. Well, you know that four o'clock got a big old underground yeah, tuber structure. So. So anyway. But that's in the same league with uh, uh, the purple heart. Uh. Forrest Appleton had uh, back and forth with a, a lady that had some uh, had some uh, uh, fungus some fun- fungus mats growing around her ginger plant, and she uh, Forrest had convinced her that uh, they weren't growing from the one the the uh, the Japanese uh, the uh, ginger plant. They were just growing from a surrounding structure and sur- just happened to be surrounding the ginger plant. So uh, sure enough, uh, after a week or two, she wrote us back that she had uh, had uh, dug them up and dug around them, and those fungus mats were not actually generating from the, the ginger plant. How did she... Did she find the origin? That's sometimes that's difficult to find an yeah, or, origin, yeah. unless that's unless they're growing out of a, a old rotting root or. Yeah, she said um, that she had a Japanese yew removed from the left corner of the, of the front on the front side of that fence. Uh, she, she said she was, thought she was planting a shrub, but it grew into a large tree, the yew did. That was too close to the house and damaging roof shim- shingles. The stump was ground up and removed. Um, they, so, so anyway, they, uh, it, it was growing on some, some, some surrounding 
Did you? Uh, plant material. That reminds me. Did you ever uh, transplant Vitex? No. Oh, I, I I hope I never said to anybody. You know, like Texas Mountain Laurel, we're real uh, careful. That's hard to hard to transplant. Well, Vitex had this wonderful little plant growing where I'm putting my new iris bed, and of course Judy fell in love with it, and it was blooming and looked great. Uh-huh. She says, well, let's just move it. Uh, so this thing, <laughs> is, got only, this thing is only two and a half feet, three feet tall. And uh, I was trying to dig, dig that thing out. Of course, by the time I got it out, I had this a bare root, you know, and everything. Uh-huh. so I stuck it in the uh, potting mix in a container, and everything, all the leaves have fallen off, but... I, th- I think it's going to live. Yeah. I think it may come back. Well, I'm con- I keep telling Judy it'll come back. But uh, don't ever, yeah. <laughs> it's certainly easier getting a nice plant from the nursery in a oh, container yeah. than, than even a little one like that. It's uh, got a lot of roots out there. It also uh, had reseeded, and but it, but it had a really wonderful little shape and had the the blooms on the on the round area so it was a, an attractive plant but it's not now after it's not as attractive after i've spent an hour <laughs> trying to transplant it beating it up 308-8867 that's our number 308-8867 while we got a second i want to take a moment to thank everybody that came out and donated blood yesterday about 25 folks came out um, to learn more about the next upcoming blood drive, go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. I'm not sure if the date has been chosen yet. Usually it's about 13 weeks, you know, so we do it once a quarter here. So that will be coming up pretty soon, and uh, they, they sure made it easy. Uh, you just kind of waited waited for a few minutes, and I can tell you how to avoid that next time. And then um, you, uh, from the time I got in to the time I was out was maybe – 40 minutes, maybe 45, but uh, it was a nice, cool, air-conditioned vehicle, and they just kept moving me along. So uh, it was really very, very easy. Can we uh, ask, too, uh, you know, for the last well, three or four we- weeks, we've been announcing the, the, the Master Gardener class in Guadalupe County and also the Landscape School uh, for the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas and the... Uh, uh, Trinity uh, Groundwater District. Uh, anybody uh, want to give us a report? Let us know how that turned out. If we got a an audience for those uh, uh, for those events, how and, uh, and they were last uh, well yesterday, I guess was the landscape school. Yeah, and uh, last week was the start of the. Uh, of the class, the Master Gardener class. If anybody out there has uh, attended that or has, yeah, a, has a report for us, let us know. Yep, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. While Jerry answers a question off the air, we'll take a break and come back in a moment. 308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 a.m., The Answer.
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to tell you about some of the terrific items that Millburgers is featuring right now. One of them is one you're really going to be excited about. In fact, all of San Antonio is excited about the arrival of the fall tomatoes. Now, these are tomatoes that Millburgers has selected because they are known to do well in San Antonio. You'll find Bobcat 444. HM1823, Celebrity, and more right now at Millburgers. Millburgers is also featuring John Fanick Perennial Phlox. This is really pretty. It's a beautiful plant, and its smell is absolutely wonderful. I think they'd prefer I use the word fragrance, but boy, when you sniff it, you are in heaven, and it's just two ninety nine in the quart size. How about this for a sale? Millburgers has a special group of perennials in the one-gallon container on sale right now. Milkweed, Mexican Heather, Pentas, Bombago, and more. Now just three eighty-eight in the one-gallon container at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them, and if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world. Cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-725-1616 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-725-1616. That's 800-725-1616. Employees of J.D. Melberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurray, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line. Hello, I'm Randy Adams from LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. But let me take the fear out of your next purchase of an automobile. 
Go to hasslefreeautobuying.com. Let me do the negotiating and make sure you get the most out of your next trade. That's hasslefreeautobuying.com. Take 930 AM The Answer with you everywhere you go with the 930 AM The Answer app. Simply go to the app store on your mobile device, type in 930 AM The Answer, download the app, and you'll always be in touch. Breaking news, stimulating talk, 930 AM The Answer. For the county, and I drive the main road, searching in the sun for another overload. I hear you singing in the wire, I can hear you through the wine. The Wichita lineman is still on the line. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. It does feel a little cooler today. We were talking about that earlier. Let's see what the temperature is, I'll tell you in a minute. It doesn't quite feel as uh, uh, as bad as it has in the past couple weekends. That's 96. Uh, Same. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but it uh, maybe it started a little lower. Maybe we, so. We had, we had kind of a neat little breeze. I guess we still yeah. got a little breeze out there. Yeah. So anyway, come on out and visit with us or give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, toll free. Check out the tomatoes. 308-8867. Yeah, uh, lots of tomatoes. All the recommended varieties and all uh, and those varieties that you uh, liked. In the past, that uh, it's hard to find any place. Surefire, Lavaca, mm-hmm. the HN 968, the new one, Ruby Crush. Uh, what else we got out here, Jerry? Uh, 444, and of course, uh, Celebrity. BHN 968, HM 1823 or 4, or whatever you want. Red Deuce. Tycoon, Valley Cat, and 444. Yeah, if you got nematodes, which some a lot of gardeners do, uh, Valley Cat, Bobcat, PHN uh, 968, or is that was it Red Red Deuce that's got the resistance? Uh, uh, the uh, Tycoon. Is tycoon, Tycoon. Okay. And you your know, question? Valley Cat does. Yeah. We mentioned before we went to break that you were taking and answering a question off the air, and that was on Lavaca. Right. Somebody asked what the Lavaca was, uh, and I said it's uh, from Lavaca County, and an older fellow over there, an old-time gardener, crossed, uh, made an actual physical cross between a cherry tomato and a, and a celebrity tomato. And so they've got a, that's a medium-sized tomato. Kind of in the same league as Surefire. Yeah, yeah. And fast. And, and we were hoping that, uh, like I said, that uh, maybe it was bigger than Surefire or faster than Surefire, or, but I don't think it is. No. It, it's not fast. Wasn't, well, at least, at least last year it wasn't. Yeah. Tastier, I don't, I think. I the, don't think so. I don't think so either, but they, they're 
both okay. I mean, both good tomatoes yeah. for the fall. And you know you're going to beat the freeze if you're growing those two. Right, especially if you're planting now. Yeah. So. Right. Okay, well, I was just mentioning that. Cause, and you said they would come back from seed? They come back true from seed? Yeah. Did I you say yeah. that? Okay. Bavaca does. Okay, that's kind of interesting. So, I, I so does that mean it's not a hybrid, or because it's not? Is that, is that your geo thing that you were talking about, or your, well, your pu op 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 open pollinator op? Okay, yeah, that's open pollinator. Okay, uh, but anyway, it's uh, they, we wanted to grow some kind of to duplicate last year, and. Uh, we haven't mentioned uh, Roma Surprise. Oh, that's right. That's another fast. I don't think you mentioned it. Fast one, yeah. Yeah, you, you got it in your yeah. column, Roma Surprise. And it's a, it's a good taste in Roma uh, that uh, very prolific setter, uh, yeah, prolific if you, fruit. Fast. If you uh, wanted to look at an early tomato in terms of tonnage, yeah, that's that's one that really produces a lot of fruit, and it would be good for containers, yeah. just like that uh, Ruby Crush. Would, that's would that's be. faster too than at least last year was faster than Surefire and yeah, Mabaka. Yeah, yeah, and and more productive. Yep. So that's that that's another one that's here. So you you got all the all the fall tomatoes. Uh, so if you've never had luck. Beating the cold weather for the fall tomato season, uh, use those varieties, and you should do it. And if you like the bigger of our tomatoes, um, we think you still got time, even with the four and a half inch uh, tomato plants. But the one gallons are here too, and they're they're uh, getting to the point where they'll be ready uh, to bloom and set fruit the minute the uh, temperatures right. drops far enough, and we expect. Sometime after the middle of August, <laughs> that we'll get a, a drop in the uh, nighttime temperatures at the latest uh, September. But uh, a lot of a lot of times you get a subtle drop. Two or three degrees is really all you need in a lot of cases to get the fruit start setting some fruit. Hmm. Uh, Neil the, had a. We talked about roses earlier, and uh, Neil had a question. It come in about the, the question was I had two rose bushes left of, uh, from a previous homeowner. They were unsightly, blooming very poorly. I dug them out, but apparently missed some of the roots of the of the one. It has regrown, but it looks very different. Uh, of course, that could just be new growth. It still hasn't bloomed. Should I remove it? And uh, Neil says, this is probably a rootstock of the original rose, and it's not going to be worth saving. Now, that's true if that's a hybrid tea. But if that happens to be a, an antique or a tough modern. grandma's yellow or uh, some, of, some of your, like you say, tough modern roses, they're on their own root system. So uh, if it sprouted from a from a, of course they they probably don't know what what kind of rose it was. Yeah. Uh, the the key to it is uh, on a hybrid tea, you'll be able to see where it's grafted. You'll be able to see a 
uh, a big stem coming out of the ground with a with the, uh, sections of uh, of the hybrid uh, grafted onto that big stem that coming out of the ground. The big stem is rootstock, and uh, so if if you left part of that rootstock and it, it's very vigorous, uh, that's Neil's. Neil is correct, but uh, if you got a like you said, a tough modern rose, a lot of a lot of those are are that, and they'll they'll come straight out of the ground with a large star stem or stalk, and uh, will not have any any you won't see any grafted uh, limbs or or shoots coming out of that uh, large thing coming up from the ground. So anyway, uh, I don't know what to tell you. The the reason that it looks different, eh, that could be new growth as well as uh, well as rootstock. But I would say the chances are good, like Neil says, that that's probably rootstock of the original rose, and and not going to be worth saving. Need to be taken out. Uh, also, we had a question come in from. Uh, I guess it's from San Antonio. Said is Pride or Barbados and Ponciano tree the same plant? And as far as writes them back, a very complete answer says uh, Luann, there are many plants that are commonly called Ponciana. The tropical plant that grows into a larger tree where it doesn't freeze is called Royal Ponciana. The Mexican Mexican Ponciana is a large shrub or small tree. The Pride of Barbados, and he gives his scientific name for each of these, is also sometimes called Dwarf Ponciana and Mexican Bird of Paradise. So, no, they're not. Uh, the tree is not the same thing as the Pride of Barbados that we talk about around here. We had a, had a fellow stop by uh, yesterday and had some different selections of, uh, of Pride of Barbados. And uh, he had had the yellow one. He was excited about the yellow one. And uh, I had... I, I pink. Had, uh, uh, I thought it was pink. Yeah, yeah. it was pink and kind of yellow. Uh, yellowish. But the... Uh, Paul Cox and, and some of the people at the Botanical Gardens years ago, several years ago, like like uh, five or six years ago, or maybe longer, uh, developed some yellow ones or, or pinkish ones. And uh, the 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 reason they they never caught on. First of all, that color is not nearly as striking as the. Glow oh, and a dark red, orange. Yeah, the red and yellow and orange. Uh, and also it had thorns. But uh, this guy was promoting these plants. Yeah, so he's gonna, he, he's he, said, try. he said that uh, the thorns weren't any b- bigger problem than they are on roses. Yeah. Well, but, that that's true, but uh, yeah. when you've got one that's, that has very... Uh, Weak thorns uh, and and Ooh. colors colors that bloom in the, that glow in the dark. 
Uh, I, I don't think a, well, a light peak's gonna. We're gonna find. We're gonna find out because I think he's gonna he's gonna market them. So he's gonna have some. Yeah. So three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. She's got some pretty. She bought some of the. Uh, uh, Sinisa, if when she turns her basket, you'll see her. There it is. Can you see it now? No. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. on that question on the poinciana and uh, Pride of Barbados, the same plant. Like if I'm talking about it, generally I am talking about the same, same plant. Same plant. So it depends on that. That's the thing with common names. You go from one locale to another. Yeah. Even even the horticultural. Uh, the media people here in San Antonio uh, are all, all kind of comfortable with the different use of, I, I don't know if they, how many call them poinciana and how many call them Pride of Barbados. And said, so. Spe- yeah. Speaking of brilliant gardens, uh, the butterfly garden, we mentioned it yesterday, but it'd be worth repeating here at Millburgers. Uh, it's a, a certified butterfly garden. Uh, Calvin helped put it together with uh, Claudette and Roger and the other staff here at Millburgers. And yesterday you said it was just full, or maybe Trey said it was just full yeah, of butterflies. Full. And uh, so where does it where does it begin? Because I've got I well, see, yeah. it begins in the whole nursery. That's true. Because that that that's, uh, but actually, actually it's a. The self-contained part is about, I don't know, 200 square feet at the most. Okay. And it it has got a a large selection of plants, plants that... Oh, I see see the milkweed in it now. Is the milkweed blooming? I guess the milkweed is blooming. Is my eyesight that good? I think that that may be a... and one of the Esperanzas over there. Oh no, no, to the to just in front of it. Just oh yeah, you're yeah. right. That is ah. milkweed. Okay, sure. But but it's got it's got uh, plants for uh, laying eggs. Uh, you know, butterflies are pretty selective on where they'll lay their eggs, and so you need to have those specific plants. And then it also has all the nectar plants, so that you have a constant supply of nectar, and you can do that. In your home garden, too, in your own landscape. Um, and then you've got an advantage if you can plant a big bed of uh, zinnias or if you've got a thing like the nursery here where there's so many plants. But uh, you don't need it to attract a, a nice population of butterflies. And so this this is a good example. And all the plants that are in this butterfly garden are available here at Milberger's. Hey, Tom is on the line at 308-8867. Hey, Tom, welcome to the show. You're on the air. How can we help you? Yeah, I was listening yesterday, uh, but I got in a little late on a question that y'all were answering about uh, ground that is uh, compacted and hard. And uh, y'all had said that uh, uh, aerating wasn't as good as putting something on there that loosens the soil, softens it or whatever. And I... Didn't catch what it is you're supposed to, what kind of liquid or solutions or whatever you're supposed to put on it to open the soil up or loosen it or whatever. What was that? Uh, I don't think you were listening to us. Yeah, no. I'm not sure. So tell us what you're trying to do real quick. You're trying to find a way to... I'm, uh, I'm, out, I'm out west of Bernie on 46, and the soil out here is rock hard at this house we bought, and... Uh, I was going to aerate it, but then yesterday um, some lady was 
calling in and y'all say, well, air aiding doesn't do the job. Uh, uh, that's not. It doesn't sound like us. No, we we we're, we're believers in aeration. We like aeration. The combination, the two things, is physical. Some kind of physical breakup of the soil, which aeration would do, and then compost. Some kind of a, a, a using a compost uh, and mixing that somehow with the soil. Even putting a layer of uh, compost and mulch will help. Yeah. Break up a compacted soil. We've seen that in the okay. parks uh, years ago at the Bear County Parks, where they just they put six inches of mulch, and and a year the soil had uh, the compacted soil had uh, loosened up quite right. a bit. But your aeration is a good idea, and uh, especially good if you can add some uh, compost afterwards or mix in compost. So you use a combination rather than just aeration. That's what they're recommending. So, yep. Do y'all have a program on Saturday? Uh huh. Yeah, but that doesn't From sound noon till two. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to y'all. I don't know. Oh. Hmm. All right. That's weird. That, that Calvin was probably shooting it. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, either, we're old, either, so we yeah. may forget. Y'all get Alzheimer's. Y'all get uh, Alzheimer's disease. On Sundays, we recommend aeration and compost. <laughs> Tune in Saturday, next Saturday, to find out what we recommend. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Good luck, Tom. <laughs> Bye. No, it doesn't sound like us. We're going to take a break and come back in a week. So we'll be back next Saturday for more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas, right here, of course, on uh, The Answer. Thanks to you for listening, and thanks to uh, Carlo back at the station for helping us by uh, doing a great job getting all the calls on the air and uh, keeping the show sounding good and playing that Glenn Campbell music. Again, for more information on anything we talked about, you can generally go to millburgernursery.com. We'll see you next Saturday on The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.